Let's get this road on the show. All right, welcome to Um That Just Happened, the podcast that's publicly funding the class action lawsuit against the producers of The NeverEnding Story. Pre-recorded at the FTC and high-quality audio. I am still thinking about that joke. Yeah, what does that mean? The story ended. False advertising. Uh-huh. Well, there was actually another one. Apparently, there was a part three also. Well, if there's three of them and they're never ending, I mean... I mean, who knows? They could... The story could be going on. We just don't see it. Oh, all right. Anyway. But uh, pre-recorded at the FTC in high-quality audio, edited at Lazarus Bay Studios. Recording for posterity on March 7th, 2015, to be aired on March 15th, the Ides of March. Yes. 2015. A day after mine and our guest's birthday. Oh, yeah. You guys have the same birthday, so happy birthday. Happy, happy belated, as yeah. the show would air. Thank you. Um, that just happened, you're weekly source of audio debauchery. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. And returning guest has been a long time coming. <laughs> DJ Norman on the ones and twos today. Hey guys. <laughs> no drop for yourself, huh? No drop <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> also on the show today, Screaming Goat. I gave you two just for the price of <laughs> Two for one on the right. one twos. So, shout outs. Obviously, today I want to shout out the wife as per usual, holding things down as we do this podcast. I want to give a shout out to Norman here who brought along some of his DJ equipment just, you know, so we could, there's a, you know, I'm trying to not to do the, you know, and it just comes up. Ugh. Anyway, shout out to you, asshole, for bringing all your DJ equipment and supplying us with something that will make Rodney's job a little bit easier this week, hopefully, in yeah. editing this podcast. Maybe. So, shout out to you. And happy birthday to you. So, shout out to that. Thank you, sir. What order does it go in now? Because I'm not sitting in my usual place. Let's it go, would sir. go this way. Let's go the other way. All right, go ahead. Shout out to Adam, because we have the same birthday. He's just a lot older with a lot less hair. Take it easy. Shout out to the wife. She's, her birthday's the ninth, so by the time this airs, that'll be, she'll be a year older. And Is she old than you? No, she's young. Okay. Cradle a boy. Got to. And shout out for you guys for inviting me back. I know I was on detention or something from the show. <laughs> Not even. We're, we've been waiting on you this whole time. Let I've been waiting on myself, too. Oh, uh, shout out to Miguel Lepe for inviting me onto his radio show. It's going to be airing the Wednesday before this actually gets put on the air, but we're still going to talk a little bit about it at our promotional segment. All right. I'm a little off because for some reason my notes didn't save. This is actually the second podcast we're recording this week since uh, Adam has Saturday. So, hey, recording on Saturday. This is our first Saturday night uh, podcast. Is it? That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's got to be. But um, I had a shout-out. Uh, probably we'll just have corrections on the next show because we have a new listener. We'll talk about it in the podcast news, I guess. Uh, birthday shout-outs. Esmeralda's birthday is uh, going to be when this... Um, actually, this her birthday is going to be when this show airs. Nice. A couple birthdays on besides St. Patrick's Day. On St. Patrick's Day, our friend Claudia, Foz, and uh, Kate. Uh, my friend Kate's birthday from uh, Rock Bottom. Also, Kate and Morgan. Birthdays on the same day. And uh, yeah, I think that's all for uh, birthdays this week. All right. That was uh, pretty fast. Usually we end up having like six or seven birthdays that we got to burn through. It's like March was a slow month to be born in. Except for us, apparently. Yeah. All right. Moving on from shout outs. You ever to... think about that? Counting backwards from March or counting backwards from your birthday? What's well, I was supposed to be born in June. I was just three months early. It was hot in there. You always finish fast. Whatever it takes. All right. Moving on to podcast news. That was good. That was a good time. Yeah. I'm just going to talk all the way through it. Except you're talking over the... No, that's fine. Everybody's talking about the podcast. I got my podcast. I got my podcast. All right, podcast news. We've got some new listeners in Islamabad, Pakistan. (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't know where our listeners coming from. Number one internationally is actually still United Kingdom. Shout out to Cardiff, London, and Westminster. And then, of course, Ghana. We're the number one podcast in Ghana. Locally, Wichita, Kansas, just killing it. Notable upticks in download counts. Aurora, Illinois. Nice. The reason we got a huge uh, following in Aurora, Illinois. And I don't have, uh, sorry to local cities, I'll shout you out next episode. Uh, again, my notes is an update, but um, shout out anyway. More podcast news. Don't forget March 22nd. Now's a good time. You have a week left when this podcast airs to pick up your copy of Tusk. Join our event on Facebook. Uh, we probably posted it on hashtag UTJH. Hashtag spell out UTJH on Facebook.com. Uh, find the event. Post your comments on there. We'll be recording an episode shortly after that group viewing party. And best comments on the uh, event will uh, make it on the show. What he said. All right. Moving on from podcast news to the um I just saw portion. We don't have a theme song for that. No. You gotta get to work on that sometime. Anyway. Doesn't have to be today, but something. Anyway, I just saw more episodes of Seinfeld. Obviously, as I was saying, Marie and I are trying to burn through it as much as we can. Still love the show, so I'm not gonna keep rehashing it. It's awesome. Awesome show. I saw that there was not a new episode of Arrow this past week, for which I was highly disappointed because I was actually off on a Wednesday. So I really thought, wow, I'll get to watch an episode of Arrow in real time for once. And there wasn't a new episode. Yeah, no new episodes till March 18th. Which sucks. also saw that the Walking Dead season finale episode, which is the 29th of March, is going to be 90 minutes long. So that's something to look forward to. And I saw How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> Part one The or first two? one. The first one. Where's David when you need him? Yeah. It's not, it's not a good movie. I'm just kidding. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was great. <laughs> I just want to have David be like, fuck you. It's not a good movie. <laughs> Speaking of David with the fuck you, uh, one of my friends was listening to the podcast and sent me an email saying, next drinking game is how many ta- how many F-bombs Dave Merkel drops while he's on the show. Ooh. I'm down for that. You haven't counted how many F-bombs he drops. How many does he drop? I don't know. Enough to get you shit-faced. Yikes. Man, if I go back and re-edit that podcast and throw the ding in there after David, oh. well, I don't know if Liz might have more fucks than... Uh, in the last episode? Yeah. Well, no one's and Liz got into it pretty much. I mean, not with one another, but they were just pretty intense. There were a lot of F-bombs being dropped. Uh, anyway, so How to Train Your Dragon. Great movie. The animation isn't as good as, I would say, Pixar. Obviously, Pixar has a lot more money than DreamWorks Animation, even though DreamWorks Animation made Shrek, right? So you would think that they'd have a little bit more fluidity in their animation and the hair was stylized weird. It might just be that they weren't trying to go for a more realistic look like in uh, in Brave. I was watching parts of Brave last week, and her hair looks amazing. And if you watch Big Hero 6, even though it's stylized to be kind of artsy, it was still very realistic. Like, the textures were there in a great way. I'm not saying that it was bad animation. It, it really was good. Well, that and it was a couple of years ago, too. It was yeah. Like three, four years ago. Yeah, but even if you watch like Toy Story 3, you know, or even Toy Story 1, like you see textures that you don't see in a lot of uh, computer-generated movies. Anyway, well, still... I think, I think that, like the different kinds of fire that come from the dragons is just... No, I mean, they, they did have a lot of detail. It's, it's not to say that they did a bad job whatsoever. It's not even that. But Pixar so far is still winning in terms of animation style. And spoiler alert, Marie and I were very, very surprised. You guys seen the movie right which one how to train dragon yeah, one I we're very very surprised that his leg gets broken off at the end i forgot about that because like he wakes up and he puts his feet over the bed and like one is like you know mechanical is it mechanical or leg and i was, I was like what the fuck really it's it all seemed- of a sudden michael park comes out of nowhere rolling up in a wheelchair he's like ah 
<laughs> Tusk reference, people. We'll get to that. March um, 22nd. Pick up your copy now. All in all, great movie. Very excited to see the second one. Still haven't gotten around to it. Been a little busy of a weekend, you know. And, uh, yeah. It was more adult than I thought it was going to be. Like, some of the things that they mentioned, you could tell were for the parents in the audience. Which, I'm glad that more kids' movies are doing that kind of shit now. Because for a while, it was like, they make kids' movies just for kids. And parents were just wanting to put their face in a wall. But now, movies like Frozen, that Brave, you could tell there was a lot of stuff that was there for the parents. Toy Story. I mean, Toy Story was made for people that are now our age. Because I remember going to the theater to see Toy Story 1, and now... Now you watch it, and you, now you see all the hidden little jokes. Yeah, and... like the fact that Woody was probably boning Bo Peep. And how does that happen with his Woody? And her sheep. <laughs> well, he is country. Pull my cord. Oh, no. boy. Like Ted. There's a snake in your boot. Uh, anyway. Snake in her bum. Jesus. Hmm. In her Bo Peep. Norman, what have you seen? I've honestly been binge-watching Chopped on the <clears throat> Food Network. Nice. I actually like Chopped. It's a good show. Yes. <laughs> Why was somebody giving you shit for watching it? No, like the entire Facebook universe. I said I had been binge watching Chop for the last three to four weeks, like to the point where we've rented Netflix. I uh, know Netflix, um, Redbox movies just to kill a night, and the wife gets mad because she's like, "Well, you keep on watching Chopped, and I keep on paying for these movies, and we're not watching them." So I get in trouble, but I challenged her to uh, a secret basket meal. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw the most randomish. I'm gonna throw in like a rotten piece of cheese, some <laughs> Cheetos, and like beer, and see what she comes up with. Just throw the che- throw the cheese right the fuck out. Crush some Cheetos poured in your beer along with some cyanide for making her fucking waste money. You shut up. <laughs> and other than that, I've been binge watching Archer. I don't know if you guys. I heard saw of the that first show. couple episodes of Archer. I thought it was it's funny, it's definitely funny. But I started watching it because one of the guys at work told me that I remind him of Archer, just the way he is and his crazy way to go around like getting things accomplished. But he messes up everything in the process, but he gets the job done. It is a funny show, and yeah. it's a good parody on like James Bond and shit like that. And I liked it pretty damn good. Anything else? Honestly, no. No movies. No movies. Just Chopped and Archer. Chopped and Archer. A lot of sports center. Oh, Brandon Marshall. Uh, Chicago. Bears. (laughs) (laughs) That whole whole little circle is just sad. Bears. I'm not looking forward to the season at all. Just, yeah. No. Actually, I wasn't looking forward to I was the only one not looking forward to last season. I'm really not looking forward to this season. Hey, come on. Fifth round draft pick? Really? Really? Oh, so um, I just saw, I can't believe you didn't bring it up, the new Avengers trailer. Trailer number three for uh, Age of Ultron, which kind of gave us a little more insight into what's going to be going on in the movie. A little more backstory on Ultron himself and the first appearance of Vision. Also performed by Paul Bettany, besides the Jarvis role. So I wonder if those two are going to be interconnected somehow. I'm sure it is. I'm sure maybe Jarvis makes it himself. Like, out of spare parts of one of the Iron Man suits. Either that or Tony Stark makes it with the brain pan. Well, I guess you can't really say brain panners, but with the thought processor of, of uh, Jarvis. It's still really cool. Really great idea. And I, as soon as they said that Paul Bettany's playing, I was like, oh, there's got to there's gotta be a connection there. I'm very excited to see what happens. Yeah, which is going to be our comic cliff notes for today. Speaking of which, might as well jump into corrections now. Coming up on the show. Uh-oh. <laughs> This is a segment that we forgot for the third podcast in a row, which is really my main correction for today being that my notes didn't save. Sorry, Omar. You keep forgetting coming up on the show. But coming up on the show, Comic Cliff Notes is going to be for Vision. And uh, as it relates to the, well, as we speculate as it relates to Avengers Age of Ultron, Pissing on Graves is going to be the side of Phil Hartman. Yeah. Phil Hartman in honor of uh, Saturday Night Podcast. And then uh, Top Topics is going to be... Since same- it's St. Paddy's Day, we're going to be talking about our favorite drinks. Alcoholic drinks, not just like chocolate milk, which is amazing. Amazing any day of the week. It really is. St. Patty's Day. <laughs> 
Have you seen anything else? Oh, were you going to talk about how we didn't... Did, did we come up with somebody to play our last comic cliff notes? Oh, yeah. That's another correction from the... <laughs> <laughs> last podcast. We forgot to pick somebody who would be a uh, good role to play as Lady Shiva in Comic Cliff Notes last episode. Shout out to Aubrey for pointing that out. But who would you pick to play Lady Shiva? I mean, Ming-Na Wen's already playing, uh, well, I guess it's a different universe. Lady Shiva? Is that who, the, who we did on the last one? Yeah. Why did we do Lady Shiva? Uh, because episode 43 mentioned uh, Lady Shiva. Is We're talking about top martial artists oh, in the DC the universe. Oh, martial artists. That's right. That's right. Hmm. I wonder if uh, Jalisa Soto from Mortal Kombat is Still, uh, she's Hispanic. Yeah, still, mm. pretty good martial artist. You know who wouldn't be bad is uh, just even if you get the trick from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon in there. Oh yeah, that's a good pull. Zhang Zi. That's fun to say. Bless you. <laughs> it's racist. Anyway, have you seen anything else? No. But uh, we're jumping into corrections anyway. Oh, you want to jump right into corrections, huh? Well, that was our correction anyway. Okay. Are we on correction? Yeah, it goes right into it. Perfect. Yeah. I don't have any other corrections. Oh, no. oh what? You don't want to read it anymore? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> now I get nervous. See, I don't. It's it's rough to do. See, I don't know. You haven't heard episode forty four, but Adam jumped into correction. <laughs> yeah, because well, actually, I fucked up. That was my apologies. I fucked up doing the spiel for corrections. But we all make mistakes in life, and we all have regrets. <laughs> but whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. For seriously good coverage at a seriously low rate, call a limb insurance and get a free quote today. Call three one two nine four five six two five four or visit their website. At aliminsurance.com. That's A L I M for a limb because they're not going to charge you a leg and an arm. Uh, arm and a leg. <laughs> that was the smoothest transition ever. Well, if it isn't my good friend, Mr. McGreg, with a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Nick. I do that at work every day. Someone looks at me all crazy. I'm like, damn it. And you yeah. get one guy in the back of the elevator. Hi, Dr. Nick. <laughs> get another beer. I'm cool. All right, moving on to the fuck you department. Today, March 7th, was supposed to be our live broadcast. We invited close to 20 people. And unfortunately, it happens to be the same day that Forest Park is having their St. Paddy's Day parade and bar crawl. So that stopped a lot of people from coming. And then there were a bunch of people that were supposed to come that ended up not coming. So slight fuck you to that, but we're really not going to be mad at you. You know, you support the show. So half-hearted fuck you. A fuck you to both of my kids. Well, I'm not going to say it. Fuck you to my daughter. Not both of my kids. My son wasn't that bad today. Fuck you to my daughter for making us dress her up to go see the Easter Bunny and then lost her shit when we got there and she couldn't take a picture. Oh, so we don't have a sassy picture for Easter. Yeah, which means I'm going to have to Photoshop something together. Just dress up like the Easter Bunny. That's what I was going to do, but I don't want to do that. So I love you, my princess, but damn it, wasted our time. Well, Sebastian got a really nice picture, so it wasn't complete waste, but could have been better. That's it for me. Norman? Um, because I was so, so looking forward to this postseason with the Chicago Bulls. Oh, fuck you to Derrick Rose's <laughs> knees. <laughs> knees, Just, not like niece. No, <laughs> knees. Both his knees um, for not holding up. Um, sad. I met the guy. He's pretty cool. Played against him in high school. Um, pretty sad. Hometown guy getting hurt. Um, other than that, no, no, no. Fuck you. It's been pretty decent lately. Been okay. Good. Fuck you to whatever hurts your hand, huh? No, I deserved it. I was an idiot. Stuck my hand in a machine I was supposed to stick my hand in. Why would you do that? Because sometimes Puerto Ricans don't think, man. I'll take your word for it. I do my best to think as often as possible. That's why you lost all your hair. Probably. 
worth it. Rodney? My fuck you this week goes out to uh, daylight savings time in general. Is it even really necessary? It just kind of sucks that we lose the whole hour. We got to go back to work an hour earlier than we would normally do. Can we spread that over the course of a month? Can we just be like, hey, first weekend we'll add 15 minutes. Next weekend we'll add another 15. Or is it even necessary for farmers to... I mean, I know this is for farming and shit, but I mean, we've got lights that you can put on a tractor now. I mean, shit. Yeah, it sucks that this happens to be the one week that I'm going to be waking up early for training. And then you lose an hour. Yeah, so my body's already going to be maladjusted to this whole thing and now I have to wake up early on top of it that's just horrible yeah so fuck you to that Uh, another fuck you out to Pulaski which (laughs) (laughs) thanks to everybody uh, driving on Pulaski who uh, won't make me won't let me take a left turn when I need to because you need to get three feet further than you did like a second earlier you got a red light in front of you but you got to close that gap a little bit yeah drag offs yeah so fuck you to everybody who's driving on Pulaski just in general Southside Pulaski or just all of well, I can't speak for Northside Pulaski, but I would assume that, yeah. You know, I'll back you up on the Northside Yeah, Northside Pulaski <laughs> is pretty bad. It's just as bad. All right. Moving on to Pissing on Graves. <laughs> I thought you were going to distort it a little bit. You know what, just for that? Run it again. Run it again. <laughs> I didn't like that. It sounded bad. I thought it sounded fine. We're gonna do another one? It's getting edited. There's no live audience. Okay, this week's Pissing on Graves is gonna be Phil Hartman. You might recognize him on such roles as Saturday Night Live. As himself, or various roles on The Simpsons like Lionel Hutz, Turning at Law, or Troy McClure. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such nature films as Earwigs, Ooh, The Revenge of Abe Lincoln, The Erotic Adventures of Hercules, The Wackiest Covered Wagon in the West, Alice's Adventures Through the Windshield Glass, They Came to Burgle Carnegie Hall, 2 minus 3 equals negative fun, Mothballing Your Battleship. Five fabulous weeks of the Chevy Chase Show. Andre the Giant, we hardly knew ye. Designated drivers, the life-saving nerds. Mommy, what's wrong with that man's face? Gladys, the groovy mule. Man versus nature, the road to victory. Here comes the Coast Guard. Christmas ape. Champ Howard, today we mourn a stooge. Alice doesn't live anymore. After Mannix. Christmas Ape goes to summer camp. The greatest story ever hula. The boat jacking of Super Ship 79. Smoke yourself thin. Firecrackers, the silent killer. His P is for psycho. Lead paint, delicious but deadly. Dig your own grave and save. Let's save Tony Orlando's house. The president's neck is missing. Calling all Quakers. Son of Sanford and Son. And here comes the metric system. Little backstory on Phil Hartman. Um, and we picked Phil Hartman just because in honor of our Saturday night podcast. He was born on September 24th, 1948 in Brantford, Ontario, Canada. So another Canadian from Saturday Night Live. He was originally Hartman with two N's, but later dropped the N, the reason which is unknown. He was one of eight children from Darius Wardle and Rupert Hartman, a salesman. Rupert. Uh, Here's a name you don't hear that often anymore. On all accounts, from everybody who talks to him, anybody who's ever worked with him, he was an incredibly sweet guy. Great guy to work with. He did a, mu- he did a bunch of multiple little projects, uh, like in Jingle All the Way. He played uh, just kind of a supporting cast role. 
He uh, had two episodes on Third Rock from the Sun. He was a small role in Small Soldiers. Um, he was on Happily Ever After, amongst many other sitcoms. But uh, probably the main thing we could uh, fault him for is uh, marrying his uh, bitch of a wife, who totally got drugged out and drunk out of her mind, and ended up shooting him in the face and then killing herself. Yep. So let that be a lesson to you guys out there. Be careful what you shoot your sperm in. might just shoot you back. Zing! This has been Pissing on Graves, the Phil Hartman edition. Man, I remember when that happened. Like, it was a huge deal on news. And Maria didn't even know who Phil Hartman was. Because Maria didn't really grow up watching Saturday Night Live. So when the SNL 40 was playing the other day, I was like, oh, shit, there's Phil Hartman. He's go- he's dead. She said, how'd he die? I'm like, his wife killed She gave me this look like, what? So... That must have been jarring. Best Phil Hartman role to me is, in a movie, is the movie House Guest with Sinbad. Don't remember that one. It's not really a good movie at all, but I like it. There's only like a handful of people that I've ever met that have really even seen it, but I liked it. All right, moving on to Comic Cliff Notes for today. And today we are going to be doing The Vision. All right, so. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're playing this a little bit. So The Vision in the comic books first appearance in 1968 long time ago my dad was eight years old when the vision came around he was made by none other than ultron in the comic books and the person that made the original human torch which we spoke about briefly in the human torch episode um he has the brain patterns of wonder man and who was supposed supposedly deceased at the time and betrayed ultron ended up helping the Avengers to save the day against him. And after that happened, the Avengers asked him to be a member of the team. And that was real famous, uh, real famous issues, you know, can an can android cry? And, it, you know, he actually started tearing up. Showed actual human emotion most of the time. Fell in love with the Scarlet Witch, who's also going to be in Age of Ultron. And they had a pretty long-lasting relationship for many years. Yeah, they end up having two kids in one uh, continuity. Yeah, and then she killed him after Avengers disassembled when she went batshit crazy and essentially killed him, Hawkeye, and there's just a lot of things going on with that. I'm sure that they'll allude to some of this in the movie. Vision's actually one of my favorite Avengers as well. He's, He's a badass. He could go from weighing basically nothing to weighing 90 tons. Uh, yeah, he's that powerful. He's super strong. Can he, like, phase through stuff? Super smart. Become intangible. Basically, Marvel's version of March. Mar- Marvel's version of DC's Martian Manhunter. Very much on par with one, or one another. Great superhero, and I can't wait to see him in the movies. So, this has been Comic Cliff Notes, The Vision Edition. You've just been schooled. Oh yeah, thank you very much. That was wow. That was like right on point with the uh, audio. I felt very dramatic in the best way. All right, moving on to our top topic segment of the day. All right, today's top topic, since it's going to be St. Patsy's Day, right after this comes out, is our favorite drinks. That could be beer, alcohol, of any type, mixed drink, non-alcoholic beer for that matter, I don't care. I'm going to go with my beer of choice for right now. Uh, for the longest time, it was Guinness, which is very apropos for St. Patty's Day. Damn it. Sorry. 
you can get to your favorite shot with that. But as it stands right now, Allagash White is my favorite kind of weird beer that I was introduced to by Caesar, who for a while was sort of like a beer aficionado, and he would always try to put me on some new beers when we go to different bars and stuff. But the Allagash White, very, very good beer. Allagash Black isn't as good to me, but still a very good beer. Very smooth, doesn't, I've never had a hangover from it or anything like that. So that's something that, uh, that I would recommend for people that like more of a light beer that doesn't weigh you down at all. It's a wheat beer. Is it? It's very good. Very yeasty. Yeah. Not a word, Norman. Not a word. I wasn't even thinking about it. I thought I was ready for you to just real fast like the infection. I gotta wonder if uh this they offer Allagash anywhere on tap and Guinness on tap somewhere. They could probably layer that with a Guinness on top of the Allagash. Oh, that would be amazing. I've never seen it on tap, though. So leave a comment on uh, hashtag UTJH on Twitter if you know of a place that serves Allagash on tap. Definitely. I'm... It's got to be super expensive, though. Yeah. It's not the cheapest beer. It's, it won't cost you as much as uh, Delirium Tremens, that beer. It's got one of the highest alcohol content in yeah, any no, beer. If, if you buy Allagash, expect to pay like 8 $9 for a bottle. Possibly, yeah. I think it's like 9 bucks for the four pack worth it but that's one of those i can't i have to have it in a glass i can't drink it out of a bottle also liquid cocaine introduced to us by none other than rodney right you're the one that started all that shit weren't you yeah i guess well i gotta give credit to amina at uh transit oh man liquid cocaine is not what you think it is we do not do drugs on this show currently liquid cocaine is ruppelman's 151 and jaegermeister no no what is it? There's a couple of conflicting recipes out there. Uh. The liquid cocaine is supposed to be all the, what would previously be the 100 proof liquors, which was uh, Goldschlager, Rumpelmann's, and uh, 151. Mm. Anything uh, 100 proof or over was where it started. But uh, very cinnamony, uh, easy to easy to drink. But a lot of debate on what the actual recipe for it is. You'll find, uh, if you even if you look on Mr. Boston or multiple websites, people, um, people argue over it. It's kind of like the Long Island iced tea theory. The proper, according to Mr. Boston, Long Island iced tea should be vodka, gin, rum, and triple sec. Well, a bunch of people throw tequila in there I don't know. no i don't tequila is my one of my least favorite alcoholic drinks i have next to jameson which are the two things that we have down here in my basement for shots because people are assholes because when i tell them that i don't like those things that's what they get but yeah those liquid cocaines will fuck you up very fast and very suddenly unless you're rodney because i got fucked up pretty bad off of those um norman uh as far as beer i like good old guinness i like a thick Heavy beer. I bet you do. I bet I do. I don't know. I just, I like it. A lot of people that go out with Oh, the three of us love Guinness. Oh, there's probably the only two other people that I know who like it. (laughs) I go in, they're like, why are you drinking that? I know. I I don't know. It just tastes good. Wasn't I the one that introduced you to Guinness? I think you were. We went out to a bar and I was like, here, try this. And you were just like, whoa. I was like, what is this black foamy thing you're giving me? It was great. No. Yeah, you gotta go to the Irish bars. You really get people who appreciate Guinness because it's just, I don't know, it's standard. Yeah, everywhere else is like water, like Bud Light. And the thing, thing about Guinness is I could have a Guinness and just chill for a while. I don't want it to get necessarily warm, but I can drink it and then just be like, no, I'm still working on my Guinness while people are slamming, you know, light beer after light beer after light beer. I'm just, no, I'm good. I got, you know, my one Guinness right now, so leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, I'm there with you. Like, I could pound a 24 case by myself in a night of regular light beer, but that, like, you have to take your time. At least I do. I've been wanting to try Guinness out of a beer bong. Oh. I think I'd be able to do it. Jesus. I just got drunk thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else? Any like mixed drinks or shots? Um, I don't know. I've always been a fan of vodka and Red Bull. I can't do vodka I don't I don't, or Red Bull. <laughs> I don't. And it, normally I wouldn't drink an energy drink. Period. But I don't know. Just something about that mix. It got introduced to me a couple years ago by one of my bartender friends. So here, just drink this because I couldn't come up with anything. It's so old school too. Yeah, I remember being twenty one and vodka and Red Bull was still pretty prevalent. That was 10 years ago almost. Yeah, I don't know if you want to ever get into that Nelson Asshole story where uh, we were at Transit and you're downing that vodka Red Bull, the whole Captain Morgan story. 
Nice cue. Fuck that. <laughs> Maybe I we don't, don't want to get into that story. I don't even want to think about that. Ugh. Adam had a bad experience. Uh, but Bar Louie actually had a nice uh, take on uh, vodka Red Bull. They used to have a VCR martini, which is a vodka cranberry Red Bull. Mm-hmm. It's really oh. good. Really tasty. They also had, um, actually, no, this wasn't, um, Adam, I think you were the one who were introduced to me to the Martini Lounge on, was it Randolph or Lake Street? Or was it Madison? Yeah, it was Madison. There's a martini bar that played 80s music on yeah. Thursdays. They had a lava lamp uh, martini where it was like a jello shot floating around in, uh, in vodka. Yeah, I have to go and shop for this stuff now. I gotta try this. That, uh, I haven't been to that place in forever. Yeah, I, was like, I forgot the name of it. It was this chopped up uh, Jello shot. It looked just like a lava lamp in a martini glass. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, the, I think what was it, five dollar martinis or two dollar martinis? Yeah, it was across the street from like Burger Bar. Yeah, which was like three dollar hamburgers on Tuesdays. It wasn't Burger Bar? Beer oh. Bistro. That's the name of the burger place. Beer Bistro. Yeah. Remember that shit? That's a good place to eat. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Now I'm... Anyway, that that martini place was very nice, and the '80s music was awesome. Yeah. It was all night, nothing but '80s music. They had TVs playing with the videos for each song that was going on. It was awesome. I love a good VJ. <laughs> Don't comment. Video no. DJ. All right. Video DJ. Uh, <laughs> JJ. But JJ jockey. <laughs> what else do you like to drink? Uh, I want to talk about Guinness. Sandra and I, when we got engaged, the day we got engaged, we went out for car bombs. Actually, we used to go to car bombs for like no apparent reason. Just love car bombs. Spent- we would just go. Remember, like one one time, we were just like, we should we should just go. We would literally walk out of our apartments, walk down the street to Mahoney's or that other place. What was that? Or J. The- J. Patrick's. Yeah. Get a car bomb, pay for it, walk back. That was it. Yeah, just random car. I miss living in that neighborhood. Yeah. But um, yeah, spending I don't know maybe a good third of my life working at Bennigan's. I'm all about all things Irish, which is kind of odd for a Filipino to say. But uh, yeah, Irish bars where they drink Guinness. Car bombs, Jameson, Bailey's, all of that shit. Guinness, Guinness, I love in particular. Guinness mixers, like black and tans. Black and blue. I get a lot of shit for, uh, you know, the the hardcore Irish people when I'm, like, mixing Guinness. But, yeah, black and tans, black and blue. Uh, Guinness and Hoogarden, black hose. Have you had a black and blue? No, what's a black and blue? Don't tell me the blue moon. Yeah. I don't know about no, that. it's very good. Black Velvet, Guinness and Cider. That's uh, probably one of my favorites because uh, one's heavier, one's lighter, and they uh, two never mix. So, I mean, you could drink it and just, you'd be drinking both, but, you know, they never, like, blend in each other. Which means your stomach is in constant fight afterwards. <laughs> just yeah. like, move, you move. I wish Miller Lite had a different viscosity so you could do Guinness and Miller Lite, like a black light. I tried that one time and they just kind of mixed. You're just kind of like this brown, weird kind of beer. I'll get a lot of shit from, like, beer nerds. You know, because I used to be a beer nerd myself where they're like, oh, you fucking drink Guinness. I drink oatmeal stout or fucking uh, milk stout, which is heavier. But, I mean, I like Guinness because it's, it's it's lighter. It has a dry finish. I just, I hate the Guinness hangovers. Those are always kind of rough. I'll give you that. But other drinks I like, it really kind of depends on, you know, the time of year, my mood, and where I'm at. I mean, if I go to an open bar and I don't trust the bartender, it's gin and tonic all night. Or I've moved to gin and Sprite because of the uh, acidity of the limes. Yeah, I'll just do rubbing. If, if I don't trust the bartender, give me rum and coke leave me the fuck alone yeah because bartenders fuck up drinks pretty often kind of depends you have to go to somebody that you trust you know for a decent consistent drink uh shout out to Amna who's out in ohio right now she used to be the bartender worked for me and uh the bartender we would hit up at the light bar over at transit she made the best martinis like you couldn't even taste them they would just sneak up on you just anything she would make like chocolate martinis probably or but uh best ones are apple teenies i've never had a martini that i really cared for 
ever. And I've gone to two or three places because really, why would you keep trying it? Like, well, I've never had a martini, period. To me, it's, I think maybe it's too hard of a drink for a lot of bartenders because there's a lot of little stuff that goes into it, like a mojito. I can't stand mojitos, but some people are just like, oh, it's it's all about the care that the bartender takes. Yes. No, it's about the fucking drink. No, no, because I mean, a lot of bartenders fuck that up. It's, exactly. It's real easy to fuck up a, a mojito. What you want to do is when you're muddling the mint, you got to have the sugar on the mint and then you got to have the right amount of rum and it's uh you want to do i usually do sprite instead of uh soda water and then once that's way you know you get a little bit more lime out of it but um i've only had a hand and you may i actually use a little lemonade you know to make it sweeter instead of uh lime juice but um i don't know i think you know there's only a handful of places where you can actually get a decent mojito um obviously the bacardi factory is probably one of the best ones that i had but um yeah it's really easy to fuck up drinks i mean i'm not an advocate for the mixologist and the fucking eyedropper bullshit and the 13 different <laughs> you know but I mean, even simple drinks like hurricanes. I love making hurricanes. You know, it's a hurricane was basically a light rum, dark rum, orange, pineapple, and then uh, grenadine for color. Really, a really sweet drink. One of those things where you won't even taste the liquor. Or um, bay breezes are good. I like remember, in the summer. I remember being 22, 23, and being that motherfucker walking around with a Corona with grenadine in it, so it became all red. Just being like, oh, look at my Corona. It's a red Corona. And now I. I can't really even have Coronas. We even have some in my fridge right now. And I remember having half of one. I'm like, I can't do it. I'll take those off your hand. Go ahead. It's not to say it's bad. It's just once you've had more of a more of a variety, it's hard to look back. Like one of my friends says, oh, I drink Ice House every fucking day. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that to yourself? It's beer flavored water at that point. PBR. Ugh. You know, Ice House is nice, though, because you get um, you get less of a headache. I get more of a headache with those cheaper beers. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's uh, less of a headache than Miller Lite. But, I mean, Corona or Coors Light, which a lot of the uh, the younger generation are drinking now because of the, you know, the heavy advertising and then the, blue, the bottle turning blue. Um, yeah, I get really bad headaches off of Coors Light. Oh, we used to get pretty bad headaches going to Joe's because they had $2 <laughs> pitchers of Coors Light, and that was a wreck. Yeah, you went in with 10 bucks and you walked out without your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Adam. Oh, you want to bring There's him? never been a time I walked out of there missing any article of clothing. No, it's not true. I was missing a hat <laughs> once. No, I was missing a hat because you're not allowed to wear hats. It was winter, so I had like one of those skull caps. And one of your friends, this woman that was like one of those, grab my strong hand. She was one of those. <laughs> Don't send her this because she's obviously going to know who it is. <laughs> She's like, can I use your head to wait for our cab? I'm like, yeah, here. And she fucking walked off with it. I never got it back. You know exactly who I'm talking about, too. So, uh... Oh, but you want to bring it back. I mean, when I turned 21, it was uh, the pumping company, which isn't a euphemism for a gay bar. (laughs) (laughs) I sure thought so. It's actually um, an old firehouse where they used to do $5 cover and uh, penny pitchers just all night. Oh. And, uh... (laughs) Oh, you must have woken up smelling like regret every oh, day. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't... No, I mean, nobody would give the bartender a penny. I mean, you give them a couple bucks. So, it's technically, yeah, $2 pitchers, like, for the tip. But um, the $5 cover would usually cover it. And it was, like, just shitty beer. But when you're 21, you don't really care. And then, you usually, if you grew up in the north side of Chicago, you go through that phase where it's like, okay, I'm going to go through the microbrews because there's tons of microbrews. And it's like, oh, I only drink Half Acre. Or, you know, oh, I only drink from, you know, fucking Revolution Brewery, you know, Antihero or Daisy Cutter or whatever. You know, I only like wheats or red or browns or fucking craft broody beer and then like when you get a little older and you have a real job and you don't want to spend the money on the craft beers and you're like oh fuck it let's just buy a Miller Lite and get drunk that's the same thing in the end yeah but uh, I mean the craft beers are really good but just fucking you know they cost them pennies for the pint to make and you know they're charging like eight nine bucks for you know a snifter which I mean they'll get you fucked up compared to Miller Lite but um, you know whatever is easily accessible like I'm trying to 
I've never been like a, uh, I've never been a whiskey guy. I've never been a, let me sit around and have like scotch on the rocks. I can't do that. Like if it's not, if it's not a beer of some type, it's a rum and coke. And that's basically it for me. Well, that's because the whiskey that you know is like Jameson. I mean, you know, black label, blue label. But even, label. even back in the day when I used to have like Maker's Mark and stuff like that. And, uh, there was a while like Caesar was real particular about the type of whiskey that he drank. And mm-hmm. it was like, try this one, try this one. They all just burned my throat <laughs> off. And I don't, I'm not thirsty for anything. Uh, I feel like my tastes have calmed down a lot since. Like, I'm not as adventurous and trying newer shit. It's just like, no, I, I got the beers that I like. You know, Allagash is really hard to come by, so most places have Guinness. So it's like, yeah, I'll pay up a little bit extra for a Guinness and just chill the fuck out. Or if they don't have that, most every place has a rum and coke. So I'll do that. If I want to get crazy, I might do Diet Coke just to get a little different flavor out of it. But that's about it. I don't like shots because my vagina hurts too much if I have too many of them. And it's hard to find a shot that's weak enough enough for me because those man shots hurt. Let's take a shot of Jameson right now. I can't do it. Redheaded sluts. Go ahead. Those are good shots. uh, Chocolate cakes. Lemon drop. Well, that's nothing. The Girl Scout cookie one. Yeah, chocolate cakes are good, um, which is uh, Frangelico and Absolute Citron, which you, neither would you think would be an ingredient of chocolate cake. Like, you think you'd have to, like, throw some Godiva in there, but throw some Citron and, so, like, equal parts of Citron and equal parts of Frangelico, which Frangelico is the uh, the bottle that looks like the Aunt Jemima bottle. Yeah. Norman Chicken is. He worked in a yeah. bar for you. He knows what I'm talking about. Tastes just like a, a slice of chocolate cake. Uh, taffy apples are pretty good, which are really just uh, pucker and uh, pucker and butter shots. But nobody really does, like, I haven't gone to a club in a long time, but do people still bother ordering those really ostentatious shots like that because oh, i yeah. feel like most people just yeah. still just go for now just go for beer oatmeal cookies are amazing which are uh butter shots goldschlager and uh baileys tastes just like an oatmeal cookie yeah when i used when we used to go out to transit we used to go to um what was the bar that we used to go on six corners hops and barley Ohm. Ohm, yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that place still around? I don't know. I know transit's still around. I mean, I used to, if if I didn't know the bartender, guys, here's a tip for, you know, if you want to impress people when you go out to the club and you don't want to be waiting on drinks, give the bartender a 20 in advance. So that way they know you look out for, or buy the bartender a drink. I used to use my phone to give the bartender recipes if they didn't know, like, what those shots were. And then I would buy them one, and you'd have drinks all night. And people would be wondering, like, who the fuck is this guy, like, the owner of the club or some shit? I mean, it, it helps out. Tip your bartenders, tip your tip your bouncers. Tip your bouncers when you're leaving the club. So that way they remember when you, you come back. So you're not waiting in line, regardless if you have five girls in line with you or not. The bouncers are just huge. Like, you look total VIP, you'll bypass everybody in line. It's a really helpful tip. And you know if they if you tip them when you're leaving, you know they're not, they know that you're not trying to butter them up. Because if you tip them while you're waiting in line, they'll be like, you know, fuck you, everybody's tipping me. But if you tip them when they're leaving, it's less less obvious that you're trying to get something out of them. Then come come back the next week or the next day, and they'll fucking let you in, they'll hook you up. I don't think we have to worry about that anymore. I think those days are well past us. But it is good advice for the new people. Yeah, for the listeners. The sure. new 21-year yeah, like Jenny. <laughs> Our shout out to Jenny, whose whose birthday is going to be. No, it'll be uh, after. We'll be after recording. the stairs. Yeah, three fifteen. Yeah, oh yeah, I guess you're right. We still She's got what, the twenty first. We can shout her out next 22nd? week. Second. Yeah, Tony's something. Either way, whatever her birthday is, she's turning 21, which is crazy. Yeah. The youngest of the Ternorio sisters is now going to be 21. Oh, wow. Absolutely crazy. we got to take her to Hollow at the Moon or Transit or something. Hold on. Time out. Is that Sandra singing or is that Jason singing? I think that's Maria singing. (laughs) (laughs) 
I thought it was one of the kids at first. I'm like, are they singing Katy Perry? Yeah, Roar. That's hilarious. But getting back to drinks, um... <laughs> you can never go wrong with... I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me just being unpicky when it comes to drinks. Like, walking anywhere and into any of the bars during St. Patty's Day weekend and just getting a green beer. Yeah. Don't know. There's just something about just getting a beer and it's fucking green that it's just like, oh, fuck it, it's green, yeah. And, of course, everybody around is already drunk and... It starts like, oh, fucking green beer! And then just start sharing. All right. I don't know. I like it. Diseased water. Back and forth. Goes back to your yeast um, yeah. comment earlier. Yeah. Nothing a little penicillin can't fix. Yeasty. But, yeah. uh, I don't know, drinks, I guess it depends on the time of year. Like, I'll drink Allagash in the summer, but, like, in the winter I need something a little heavier, like uh, you know, like a Newcastle or a Sam Adams. You know, something brown, something red. Um, if you go to microbreweries and you don't have a specific... Like, Daisy Cutter would be probably the closest to... I don't know. I don't even know if it's more of, like, an ale. What's the like strongest shot you ever had? 151. Two of them. You're not going to go with Puerto Rican moonshine, huh? No, which I, I actually went to my parents' house the other day before they went to Puerto Rico for a vacation. And my dad pulled out the moonshine. And he goes, I'm not going to be here for your birthday. Here. And, yeah, it's... But he's curated for so many years now. But is that... Is it still a stronger shot than that 151? No. I would say no. Just okay. because it's... It, there's you more my father's then. Well, it's because when you take the 151, it's literally... It, it tastes like gasoline. Like, if you're just inhaling something that's going to blow up in your stomach. When you get the moonshine, at least you get some of the taste of the fruits and the stuff that they put in it. My dad's... I wouldn't be surprised if he is pouring gasoline and there's like, look at what I made. And it's like, dude, you didn't make this shit. That's how I got hair on my chest. I didn't have any. I took one <laughs> shot and it just started forming on its own. Of course, it's... I had it diluted it right afterwards that's why it's only a little tough but it's there now the worst shot i ever had was uh it wasn't uh, it was technically one of the shot um i wasn't even 21 at the time so i don't want to incriminate myself but uh me and my friend chris shout out to him he's out in arizona we were dating a girl and uh, her friend at the time you guys were both dating her no same time <laughs> <laughs> I was dating this Russian girl, and he was dating her friend who was Ukrainian. So, um, you know, we were underage. I think we were just old enough to drive. And uh, she had snuck out some of the uh, the vodka from the old country. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, some of her parents into a water bottle, which, you know, was perfectly clear. But, um, yeah, we cracked open that water bottle in his car. And if I had lit a match or, like, turned on anything electronic <laughs> in that car, that car would have been on fire. And uh, us being stupid and probably, like, 16, 17 at the time, we just decided to mix it with Coke. And, uh, yeah, that Kane? was... <laughs> Coca-Cola from Portillo's, which at the time we thought was a good date. And it just, that was rough. Yeah, they, I actually went to a, an, uh, an Arabic wedding and everybody had to take a shot of Iraq. Iraq. And the country? <laughs> no, not Iraq. <laughs> uh, Iraq. Something like that. Um, like but, Camaro? Uh, that actually might have been worse than in the 151, Oof. to be honest with you. Okay. It was like a hunt. It was like a thousand proof. Who knows what it was. But... <laughs> I know that I took it and I literally thought I was drinking a bottle. In this country, we use this for gas. <laughs> like, it was like drinking a bottle of the alcohol that you put on cuts. And like rubs. rubbing alcohol? Yeah. Isopropyl alcohol? That I one. died. Ugh. Anyway, if you guys have a favorite drink that we didn't mention, feel free to let us know what it is. Hashtag UTJH all over that shit. Oh, shout out to uh, You're Gonna Get a Z, or actually, I don't know if it's You're Gonna Get a Z, Dosh Drunks. Uh, the Porky Mary, which uh, is Jonah's version of a Bloody Mary, but apparently it tastes like a glass of uh, pulled pork. Ooh. Not a Bloody Mary fan, but it sounds interesting. There's a recipe, but it's like 5,000 things you gotta put in there, so not really anxious to try it because then you, know, you gotta buy all this shit. For one drink? Yeah. No, fuck that. All right, moving on to. Hang on. 20. So open forum, <laughs> 314, which is uh, the two of these gentlemen's birthday. And the day after uh, my wedding anniversary, we were just talking about how... Uh, and the day before Ides of March. And the day before the Ides of March. Uh, 314, just a kind of friendly reminder. Well, actually, it's, 
it would have been damn it we should have talked about this Pastor. last episode yeah because it would have already passed it would have been yesterday so unless you want to do belated steak in a blowjob day which any way you can get it is fine <laughs> or pie also pie day yeah which you know if you're good you could do steak then blowjob and pie at the same time yeah you could have a whole meal <laughs> have a whole meal <laughs> you could have your own meal she could have her own meal yeah yeah so 314 steak and a blowjob day also pie day kind of self-explanatory and our birthday so that's that's a lot of celebrating all at once we pooped after that. You're not wrong. The kids are going to eat upstairs. What to you guys is the best method to get your kid to stop crying? <laughs> Bribery. I put on Frozen. That fast? You just yeah. have it on standby? Yeah. It's on on-demand. It's on the DVR. Just play. As soon as... Do you want to build a snowman? Done. Norman, you have a son, right? Yeah. A couple. So, uh, something we talked about in a couple episodes ago. Have you heard? <laughs> about naming penises? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was waiting for the whole dick thing to come up. Shout out to Aubrey. That was hilarious. <laughs> you should hear it's 44. So, what do you call the male penis? <laughs> As opposed to how, the Okay, how old was your son when he discovered himself, and what did you tell him it was? I think it was at birth. It was like at two weeks he was yanking on She's it. Whenever, new. Well, I don't know if he knew, but he was yanking on something, and he felt something. But, uh, I don't know, for my older son, it was just his pee-pee. Whenever he gets to use the bathroom, he'd be like... You gotta go pee-pee. So, pee-pee. It just, word association, it stuck. Uh, my youngest, he actually calls it his winky. And no idea where it came from. Probably his mom. But literally, like, when I would take him a bath or something, he'd be like, You forgot my winky! Clean my winky! So, from that point on, it was winky. That's awesome. Did you show him coming to America? <laughs> Do you have to say it afterwards, too? The royal penis is clean, your highness. No. That'd be really fucking awkward. Very awkward. Okay, so I wanted to ask this of some of our guests. We, we did it with Aubrey. I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite episode of ours? Of the ones that you've heard? It's a lot of really good ones. Not, not to be biased, one of my favorites is the one where, I don't know if it was 15. Robin Williams? Robin Williams, just because it was the one that we recorded. So you're at, there's actually an episode. And I saw it's over 300 views on YouTube. Really? Yeah, I was wow. like, especially seeing that the episode's an hour and 25 minutes long, that 300 people at least clicked on it to start watching it. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it took a long time for me to click it that many times. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes sense. It's running on the surface upstairs right now. I don't know, I think I'd have to go with one of the recent ones. Gosh, what were you guys talking about? It was, I think it was the one where Merkel was on, dropping F-bombs left and right. <laughs> Who was on with uh, with him? It was Aubrey. Yeah, it was the first time. Oh, Aubrey was, was that here, the penis it? episode? Yeah, yeah. Dicks. That was that just <laughs> the Ben Affleck's penis. Yes, and yeah, I think that that was. I was listening to that, and I was just laughing left and right. It was pretty damn funny the entire way. That wasn't the Ding episode, was it? No, no, it was before that. I mean, the Ding episode was before that. Fuck that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Yeah, my fucking ears were bleeding after listening to that episode. <laughs> Yours. I, I had the desire to not talk. <laughs> For such a long time after that, I just... It hurt, you know? Um, yeah, I think that would have to be it. Is the Fuck You segment still your favorite segment? Still my favorite segment. I literally think, while you guys are doing your Fuck You segment, I'm listening to it, I'm thinking about my daily Fuck You while I'm listening to it. Like, who would, who am I sending a Fuck You to today? So We'll take proxy Fuck Yous. Yeah. If you want to hit us up, hashtag UTJH. We'll send a fuck you out to somebody for you. Always add awesome. to the show. That'd be very awesome. Oh, you know what I've been looking into? I've been looking into like an 800, like a free voicemail service or something where people can call in. Just like, hey, you want to add a fuck you? That would be pretty cool. You can ha- you can actually have them say it live on the air just through the recording. Yeah. Russ. Speaking of which, have we heard from our New York correspondent? No, he's still not drinking yet. Damn I'm it. still waiting on it. Russ, the man who has brought us so many followers, sent me a message saying how much he hates the movie Tusk. <laughs> 
So he he wanted me to send a fuck you to to Tusk for uh, or to Kevin Smith for making Tusk. It's not a movie for everybody. No, it's, I'm gonna tell you guys that right now. It's definitely weird. It's it's not something that everybody's gonna walk out saying. Oh, that was that was a moving movie. It was very good. No, it's not. It's none of those things. It's it might move you uh, to turn it towards off. nausea. because oh. it is very graphic. It's a it's a graphic movie, but it's very well written to me. Very well directed, especially considering it's Kevin Smith. So that's just me personally. That's about a podcaster. Yeah, that's the other cool thing about it. Yeah, and if you're a fan of uh, Hollywood Babylon, there are a lot of Hollywood Babylon Easter eggs in the movie, which is a lot of fun. Which uh, was practically the inspiration for Um That Just Happened. Yeah. Your weekly source of audio debauchery. Available in closed captions. All right, let's find out what's trending, shall we? Hey, speaking of Kevin Smith, he was actually on a bunch of the shows, the cooking shows, this past week. Well, he's a big guy. He was on Chopped? Uh, I don't think it was Chopped. I think it was one of those um, create a baking scene through cake. So they were making like spaceships and aliens out of cake. Oh, that's fucking crazy. And he had to judge it. All right, so here's what's trending right now. Selma. I haven't watched it. Haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Heard it's very, very good. There's a lot of people now taking pictures on that famous Edmund Pettus Bridge. That's uh, a huge deal back there in the civil rights movement, obviously. Uh, Broner and Molina, the boxing match. Is it boxing or UFC? Boxing. Uh, Mayweather. Yeah, who do you go for in that one? <laughs> who do you got? Obviously, I'm going for Pacquiao. Um, but I am a Mayweather fan. I'm one of the few. Um, I mean, not against Pacquiao, but I mean, I believe he's a real deal. He's a he's a great technical fighter. Got good fundamentals. Yeah, you can't deny it. It's speed, man. He's a little bit of... I understand why people hate him. He's a little bit obnoxious, but um, I think he's one of the great fighters of a generation. I'm really anxious to see it. Um, I'm really afraid that it's just going to be 12 rounds of dancing around. That would suck. Yeah, sure it will. Especially for paying $100 for pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, it's double the price. Well, nah, it's almost double the price of what it normally would be. Oh, I got Pacquiao. I got Pacquiao. Yeah. There's uh, something else trending. Hashtag make a first date weird in four words. I, I remember seeing this on Facebook where it was three words. Fuck, we forgot to say who we picked to play Paul Division, by the way. Paul Bettany. <laughs> yeah, I got to see how he does first. Yeah. Uh, somebody said the rash is gone. <laughs> Shut up, Hitler's cool. My ex works here. Do you spit or swallow? Ooh, I'm a devoted Satanist. Oh, wait, let us pray. <laughs> That's it's three sexy. words. Oh, yeah. Let us, that's still three that's, words. No, wait, let us pray. Oh, I worship the devil. <laughs> Shout out to coming America. Everything floats down here and it's got a picture of Pennywise the Clown. Oh, man. Hand me that stopwatch. I think I'm gay. You know what? I wanted to jump in on that, uh, the whole, did you see the Facebook feed where, you know, they're like, what if, uh, what if Rick Springfield actually did get Jesse's girl or it's just like a bunch of lyrics that would have ruined songs? <laughs> like, what if Stilo was a little bit taller? <laughs> Let's see. What if it was not a good day? I wanted to add to that. I couldn't think of anything creative, like song-wise, that I could have added. I can't think of any. That's harder to do than you might think. Yeah. The 70s in five words. Finance a movie. Almost a legend three. Danny Garcia, Weston, My Park. I don't know what any of that shit is when it comes oh, to trending. What was the other one that was trending? I looked at it up earlier. It was like four words you don't want to hear while you're in bed. Oh. You need an extra word? There goes my rash. It's four. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm pregnant. Have you ever heard that? That was fast. <laughs> a couple <of> times. <laughs> Man, that was fast. I forgot my pill. Ooh. Which hole is that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that tastes weird. <laughs> Put it in where? <laughs> Leave my ass alone. What'd that smell like? I did shave my balls. So you forgot to shave. Oh. Tickle, 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 tickle. <laughs> That's just creepy. <laughs> Where'd the dog go? Where's my clown shoes? Where'd the dog go? <laughs> I don't know. 
Anything else weird trending? No. America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what was the other thing? Chris Brown apparently paid off. Oh yeah. Some chick who was pregnant with his kid to, sh- to stay quiet. Apparently she didn't stay quiet, and now he's taking her to court. She has a nine-month-old son, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And now his his girlfriend's all pissed off. Because she found out that he was paying her to st- stay quiet. And apparently his attorney was saying, well, now she's going to get less than what she was getting under the table. Because now they're going to court for it. I mean, he still has to pay child support. Well, yeah, at this point, yeah. But she's going to be getting a lot less, and that's pissing her off, apparently. Greedy bitch. And uh, she was married at the time that she got pregnant. Her husband divorced her, and apparently is threatening Chris Brown. Because he knows that he has a temper. That uh, if, he, if he were ever to hurt yeah, if you were ever to hurt his family and his ex-wife, he'd come out. After him, oh, a lot of drama there. Fuck Chris Brown. <laughs> Daniel Tosh is like, did he's like, did Chris Brown hit Rihanna, or was Rihanna too close while Chris Brown was doing his dance moves? He's like, because every fucking video I see of this guy, he's doing some kind of jump spin spin kick in the air. It's true. That motherfucker's funny, Daniel Tosh. Tosh boy, no. Yeah, you put me on that show. Yeah, I've introduced you to a lot of things, my friend. I know, including masturbation. You were a sheltered man. Such an awkward day. <laughs> no. One hand if you want to be a pro. One hand. Ah, good times. Two hands is too much work. You got other hand to scan through the porn while you're watching it. God, cell phones have made that so much easier. They really have. Technology. All right, let's move on to our promotional segment. <laughs> Obviously, I want to promote the page, utjh.net. Hey, that would be a nice little forward thing to say in, bud. Um, that just sure. happened. <laughs> Boom, out. This has been Comic Book Cliff Notes. Walk out. Facebook.com slash hashtag spelled out UTJH. Hit us up there for our Facebook page. We're also on Twitter. My screen name is actually Adam UTJH, but you could just do hashtag UTJH and you'll find me just about anywhere. I also want to promote Sketch Freak Radio, which is Miguel Lepe, the voice who makes babies, new radio show. It's sketch comedy on the radio, so it's... It almost feels like a 1920s or so radio show. Is it aired on like an actual radio channel? Or is it like XM? or? It's on SoundCloud. There's a recording we can download. Yes. I will be on this Wednesday, so by the time this airs, it'll already be out there. So look up Sketch Freak Radio on SoundCloud, and you'll be able to hear this voice somewhere besides this podcast and the Disease Network, which there's another promotion for us. Since we are now part of the, of the Disease Network, make sure to follow those, those guys and you're going to get a disease. And something gate, uh, something gate, and uh, the one with Jonah that's going to be airing with Nick. I don't think they've recorded yet, but it's going to be Das Trunks. Okay, yeah, going to be a monthly episode because they're really going to get shit faced and try to have a podcast. It's going to be so messy. I guarantee you, a fight breaks out in the first week <laughs> between Nick and Jonah. Exactly. So make sure to hit those guys up. They're great guys, real real good friends of ours. So check them out. I want to promote comicbookresources.com for the line it is drawn to find Nelson's weekly submissions. If you ever want to see good comic book art, it's right there in front of you. And I think that's about it. Oh, as Liz mentioned, my cousin Tito, Jose, has been posting things on YouTube. So I'll be posting those to our page. Keep a lookout for that and make sure to click the like button all over that shit as well. A lot of good stuff going on. Any other promotions? Uh, promoting our podcast, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Podomatic.com. Of course, as I had mentioned, the the Get Disease Network on SoundCloud, utjh.net, Facebook, forward slash, hashtag spelled out, utjh. So plenty of places you can find us. The Actually, this is going to air on March 15th. Uh, March 20... Do we have anybody booked for March like 28th? 22nd? No, we don't, right? Not yet. So like March 22nd or March 23rd, we're well, going to be... 22nd is the Tusk episode. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So when would be the next... Uh... It would be the 28th? No, 
29th. March 29th, we're looking for guests for the show. March 29th or March 30th. So if you're interested in being on the show, hit us up. Hashtag UTJH. Find us on Facebook. Leave us some comments. Find us on iTunes. Click five stars. Leave some comments. We appreciate the feedback. We're going to be at C2E2 on April 25th. Is the 25th? You're going to be the 25th or you're going to be in the 26th? I'm going to be the 25th. Adam's going to be there on the 25th. I'm going to be there on the 24th for the Jay and Silent Bob Get Old podcast. You're so going to be the 25th too, so make sure people know you're going to be there too. I'm also going to be on the 25th, possibly the 26th, but don't count on it. 25th for sure, 24th for sure. I'll be there around 7 for the Jay and Silent Bob Get Old podcast. If you care to join me, I'll be wearing the Mark 1. It'll be a white t-shirt with UTJH on it. <laughs> I'm wearing it now, if you can tell. Probably can't. And then March 25th, I'll be wearing the Mark 2, which um, Adam will be wearing the also the mark too i don't know might change it up yeah maybe we're both it would be like hal jordan when he put on the blue oh. ring and more half the ut will be in white and the jh will be in blue that'd be awesome but um if you have a mark one or mark two show up to uh c2e2 if you're interested in coming out Haley atwell will be there oh all the more reason to go we'll be there walking around just trying to promote the uh, fuck foxes fantastic four movement uh we're gonna promote the uh quest for better entertainment Stop all support for all things uh, Kim Kardashian or Kanye West. Yeah, 9-11. Yeah. Buy American on 9-11. So you've got about, what's it, uh, six months now. Half a year. Getting close. Think of something American to buy and buy it on 9-11. Reinvest in the economy. Show the terrorists that uh, they can't take away our uh, our prosperity. Norman? Uh, oh, I got no promotion. The DJing and all that shit. The tattoos. Revamping the show, restructuring everything of the web show I was supposed to come out with two months ago. It was longer than that. Well, let's just say two months. Is that being a nice one? <laughs> it's structures changed a little bit. Reaching out to a couple people who are actually going to sponsor it, provide some cameras so can actually go out into public and do skits live with people and then put them on the show. Working on a guest list and... That information should be coming out hopefully by the end of this month. So we should be shooting by the end of this month. Throw me on something. I'll be there. Throw you on a grill, you little shit. <laughs> I think you should start a podcast. Get Disease Network is looking for some uh, some new shows, new show ideas. You should do one with the wife. She's a, she's pro Kim Kardashian. I'm not doing a show with her. Sorry. That there, that could be the whole show. You guys argue about the things that you watch. No, I get violent and just kick her. Even better. Although they'll have evidence. Leave this. <laughs> uh, no, so the show should... Hopefully air the f- first week of April, air the first show. It's not going to be live, live. It's going to be edited. So probably going through the raw and cooked version like you guys did earlier off. And so, yeah, so post that onto the UTJH Facebook page so, so you guys have the information. And I'll definitely make sure that you two are both in a bunch of skits. And thank you guys for initially telling me to come over here and DJ for the show and ended up being on the show. Yes, I was, I was glad. Because even when before... Uh... Before you came by, I was thinking to myself, who are we going to actually use on the show at once? Yeah, I don't know. It all worked out, though. Fun episode. Got to figure out what it was going to be like having that around. Yeah, I just got to figure out just how to implement everything better, a little cleaner. It's all good. But yeah, so if you guys want, message these guys so we can get another video show. Because that was a lot of fun editing and putting together. And actually now with getting better equipment through this show that I'm going to be doing, be able to get a cleaner picture. You get to see these guys' actual faces. And hopefully a live studio audience. Yeah, that would be nice. It's partly the dream, my friend. Partly the dream. So appreciate you guys having me here. Anytime. Glad to have you. Been a while. Been a long while. Too long. It's been a while. Don't, don't yell at me. Have a good birthday. Enjoy Puerto Rico. Yeah, I'll be in Puerto Rico for my birthday next week. Stuff me in your in your travel suitcase. And you would definitely fit. There's no doubt about that. Dick. <laughs> Big. My hair will get in the way. Pubic. <laughs>
I'm proud of my mane of pubic hair. It's like Mufasa down there. <laughs> actually, it's more like Scar, because it's... You know, actually, what it reminds okay. me of Gonzo from the Muppets. <laughs> that little tuft of hair he has on top. A little tuft of hair and just a schnaz sticking out. It's not crooked like that. It kind of yeah, is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, is that it? Yeah, I'd say so. Signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. I'm Norman. And um, that just happened. This is weird going out like this. I love this song, though. I do, too. We gotta talk starter kids to a reunion. Man, if they could play this live in front of nobody here, it'd be fucking amazing. David Merkel. <laughs> I missed that fucker too. Oh. That was for earlier. <laughs>